Live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino calling line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland. And T.J. Perry. Griffin Kale plenty on it, and Griffin Kale has nailed it. Foul! How about that, boys? The Frogs survive here in Waco. Kale nails it. TCU wins 29-28. Rattler under center. Jaheen, they'll play action. Rattler wants to roll right side. Now trying to run. Now trying to go back left side. Pump fake throws to the goal line. Touchdown, Carolina. Stabbed left. Ran it right. Down the sideline. To the 40. To the 50. To the left side. To the 45. Beats the punter to the 35-30. Marcus Jones down the middle to the 10. Into the end zone. Touchdown. No play. Touchdown. Patriots. Deep down the right side. Oh, it's caught at the 45. 40. Pollard. 20. 10. Pollard. Uncle, 68 to Tony Pollard on third and 15. Good night, nurse. Se espera, aguanta, dispara a la zona por la derecha. Touchdown! Drake Stoops, que buen balón le acaba de lanzar 23 yardas. Ladies and gentlemen, this was a battle between a program with a winning culture and a program that does not have a winning culture. 28-13, the final Saturday night on Owen Field. Sooners win Bedlam. Spencer Sanders threw the ball 212 times on Saturday night. Woo, man, did he throw a lot of passes. Not the prettiest Bedlam we've ever seen. Defense shined. And uh, that was good to see. Good to see. Four picks for OU. Explosive first quarter of offense. Not much after that. But the D was up to the task. Four picks, six sacks, 13 tackles for loss. And uh, Oklahoma is bowl eligible. They are 6-5. and five. They will go to a bowl game for the 24th consecutive year. That is the second longest active streak in America. They'll try to get one more regular season win on Saturday night as they head out to Lubbock to take on Texas Tech. Uh, want to hear your thoughts this hour on the game on Saturday night, 28-13 Oklahoma. Here are the postgame thoughts of Brent Venables after Saturday's game as he spoke to the uh, gathered mass media in the press conference room there in North. Finish things the right way with them, so hold anybody up. Well, Coach. Congratulations on the win. Just kind of take us through the message to the team and what it meant to get bowl eligible. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, a lot was at stake. You know, winning the state championship, uh, incredibly important to us, one of our team goals for the season, having a chance to hand out a trophy. It's There's, you know, lots on the line. You know, you're playing for, again, a trophy. Who knows if we're going to, how many more times, if at all, uh, we'll play. You know, I don't I haven't seen any of the schedules uh, for next year yet, you know, with new teams coming in. So, you know, having that trophy 
you know, right now means a lot to these players. You know, the players, uh, the seniors rather, going out, you know, you know, as winners, you know, the last time in the Palace. It means a lot to those guys. They've invested uh, a ton uh, in their careers. And so I told them earlier in the week, this will be a day that you'll never forget. And uh, so regardless of what your records are and things of that nature, having a chance to uh, redeem ourselves from a year ago, uh, winning this game, and again, the challenge of you know what it takes to win, and again, matching up with Oklahoma State, got great, great respect for you know the success that they've had. And obviously, the second most consistent winningest program in our conference the last 20 years. Uh, you know, Coach Gundy's done a you know a terrific job of doing things the right way and uh, developing you know his program where they expect to win. And Spencer Sanders is is one of the best quarterbacks that's come through this conference in a long time. The success that he's had, you know, takes a backseat to nobody. So I know he had led the Big 12 in total offense going into the game. So regardless of whatever, you know, the game control was there, really incredibly proud of our team came out ready to play and set a bunch of records in the the first quarter. Uh, kind of a funky game. And I, I know we, we didn't finish in the second half offensively like those guys would like things came so easy it's not it's not a an, an easy game to manage it's a great problem to have but not a an easy game to manage the 28 points was the largest you know that we've scored in the first quarter against Oklahoma State has a long time uh, and in our 299 yards of offense uh, set school records in the first quarter uh, just <laughs> I don't even know how that happened you know I know we forced turnovers and our guys really came out ready to play, and they were incredibly motivated. Uh, you know, a wonderful atmosphere of the fans. What a from again the walk of champions to uh, the student section. Uh, everybody was it was a, a, a fantastic environment for our guys to play college football. Passionate and intense, and this game means a lot to you know the fans of Oklahoma. So to give them a few moments of joy and, and uh, an opportunity to celebrate, you know, winning against our rival, uh, really cool. But our, our students, that was their best performance uh, of the year, uh, hands down. I thought they were uh, just terrific. Um, here's my takeaway from Saturday. And, um, you know, the offensive thing is bizarre. I, I don't know how to explain it to you, and, and I'm sure that's going to be the crux of a lot of the discussion today. How do you set a school record in the first quarter and then can't get a first down after that? It's It was weird. I, I don't know what to tell you. And they have to figure out some things going forward to not have the defense on the field for an extra quarter every night. I, I think what we saw in the first quarter was exciting, and that's what they hope the OU offense looks like going forward. And uh, – and they're, you know, that's all well and good. But you add another 15 minutes lost in time of possession Saturday night, it's now negative 90 minutes in time of possession this year, which is an extra game and a half that the defense has been on the field compared to the, the OU offense. And you just you can't have your defense face 102 plays and – 
be out there for 37 minutes. It's just not a winning formula. It worked out Saturday night, but long term, that's a that's an issue that's going to have to be fixed. But that's not the, the the takeaway for me. Saturday night was Saturday night. If you're an OU fan, was an exciting glimpse into the future of what this OU defense is going to look like. We've seen it in bits and pieces. We saw it at Nebraska for a considerable amount of time. We saw it in Ames a little bit. We've seen it for halves. We've seen it for quarters. But you saw it for pretty much 60 minutes. Now, they gave up some yards, but they didn't. They, they made big plays when they had to. They blitzed the snot out of OSU. And it resulted in a ton of negative plays and turnovers. And this is what it's going to look like going forward. Uh, they are, it appears, starting to get it. You, you see David Aguebu moving guys around out there on defense. You see Danny Stutzman. You see the communication, the understanding of how it's supposed to look and where everybody's supposed to be and all that kind of stuff that maybe you didn't see early in the year. And you add that to... Uh, the youth on this defense and the exciting possibility of what may be added to it coming in this upcoming recruiting class and maybe the one after that. And you can see the makings of what the future is going to look like for OU defense. I was at practice on Friday, uh, and I had a defensive coach uh, I was standing next to watching him go through the walkthrough. And he said to me, you know, this year obviously has been a disappointment, but I'm telling you, I have coached, you know, at the highest level. I've seen some of the best defenses in college football. What we have in our young guys, our freshmen and our sophomores, we are going to be really, really good. Uh, some of those guys have been on the field this year. Some of them we haven't, like the Jaden Rose of the world and, and some others who haven't seen a ton of playing time. But, um, you know, you got a coach who knows what he's doing in Brent Venables and a bunch of youngsters that it's starting to click for that are going to be back next year and a recruiting class coming in that, that maybe got enhanced this weekend that has more stars next to it defensively than it's had in a long time. And that's, uh, you know, been a lot of frustration with the OU defense this year. But... Saturday night was a, for me anyway, it was a, all right, we're going to be okay. But this, uh, this is going to work out. Um, so anyway, that was my big takeaway. Are there concerns? Yeah, sure, about how the offense played the final three quarters and time of possession. Lots of concerns, and I'm sure we'll spend most of our time grinding over those today. But I do think it was a massive, massive positive to see them face 102 plays from a pretty good OSU offense and give up 13 points. That that was they were flying around, they were in his face, they were they had four picks Drake could have had about eight. How many times did we say nearly picked off? A ton. I mean, it happened yeah. a lot on Saturday. It was and you said this is a offense that coming into Saturday and we know that Spencer Sanders even though he was as healthy as 
he had been since he initially got that shoulder injury from what we were told. He just did not look comfortable at all Saturday, despite how, how many was it? 63 passes they threw. Uh, I don't have the stats in front of me. I mean, I mean, seemed like he dropped back a hundred times. And like you said, 67 oh, passes. There you go. And it seemed like somewhere between eight to 10 of those probably should have been or were picked off Saturday. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it, I understand that he wasn't 100%, but that was still a very good OSU offense in terms of what it is that they had been able to do this year with Spencer Sanders under center. Um, yeah, it's it, it, tell you what, the guy that stands out the most, I mean, Danny Sutzman was great. You mentioned both the linebackers, uh, Danny Sutzman, David Aguebu. I mean, Billy Bowman, um, I'm really because he's made such leaps his sophomore year from his freshman year, yeah. And him having continuity in terms of a position that he's played the entire season has made a huge difference. You can he tell. He looks great back there. Yeah. It. I'm really excited to see what he could possibly be next year too. Uh, after having a full season and one position learning this style of defense and then having a full off season to kind of do a post-mortem on this year on things that he did so well, things that he can do better at and just continue to see that growth. CJ Colden was big time too on Saturday yeah. night. He, he was in the middle of everything. Uh, it was good performance. Good performance across the board. 7-16 in the morning across the board defensively. 7-16 in the morning. We'll take a break. Some of your thoughts when we come back. You can text the show, Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405-651-3439. If you want your voice heard, you can call us, 405-329-9000. It's a Monday morning. England, Iran, 0-0, nil-nil, about 16 minutes in, game one of the World Cup today. And we've got an, an injured keeper for Iran. He's not feeling very well. We'll be back. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Call Terry or Jackie at 405-361-3380. Welcome back. T-Row in the Morning Show. McRiddle and A1 with you today. Turkey bacon. He is Tocino de Pavo today. Heading to Mexico for the week. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show, it's brought to you by Saxon Realty Group, home of the $8.99 listing fee. Whether you believe in having Friendsgiving or not, that $8.99 listing fee, it's good for everybody from Saxon Realty Group. Call Terry and Jackie today. They can help save you thousands in listing commissions with the sale of your home. With their $8.99 listing fee, you'll get the same great service you would expect from any other realtor, but the difference is... With Saxon Realty Group, you will save thousands in listing commissions in the sale of your home. With the one-time $8.99 listing fee, go to saxonrealtygroup.com or give them a call at 405-361-3380. Today, uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line T-Row before you get to the phone lines. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, FYI, the signature was affixed to the dec Declaration of Independence on July 2nd. 1776, but it was not published until July 4th. So Independence Day should be celebrated on July 2nd. How about that, no. T-Row? 
I uh, take it up with the United States government. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, stealing uh, my mom's thunder on her birthday. I don't I don't know how I feel about mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. I don't know that I can celebrate two things at once. I don't think there. you have to worry about it. We're pretty entrenched with this 4th of July thing at this point. Yeah, yeah, I you think might we've, we've, We're all sold out to that one, yeah. Good to see the Sooners face adversity in the last three quarters and find a way to win. They've been finding ways to lose recently. Additionally, in the second half, they had a couple of questionable calls go against them and two to three horrible spots by the officials in favor of OSU. Yeah, that the worst call that they had was that Woody Washington pass interference in the end zone. That was the worst one. Hmm. It appeared to be a wrong call. Very PC by you. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Worst job of coaching I've seen since Blake. Their stupidity what almost we, gave OSU the game. Okay. No, okay. Maybe time management? Is that what we're talking I guess. about? Then? Okay. Uh, let's see here. Next on the Air Comfort Solutions text line just says, Good morning from Naples, Florida. Good morning. You'll be doing the show both Wednesday and Friday from Florida. <laughs> yes. Happily. Happily. Very excited to be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Friday will be with the uh, basketball team in Orlando. Uh, Wednesday, I will be at Granny B and Papa Ron's house, maybe on the back porch doing the show. Might see an alligator to walk past you. Possible. Mm-hmm. Possible. Who is responsible for clock management? Is it the head coach or is it the offense coordinator? Uh, it's a little well, bit of both. Head, the head it? coach is ultimately responsible. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the offensive coordinator has to obviously has an, have an awareness as well. I would say both of them fall into that category. I'm so happy with the improvement of the defense and happy for the win. The offense looked lost the last three quarters, snapping the ball with 30 seconds on the clock, but didn't seem aggressive. Not a single deep ball, even though OSU had all 11 guys in the box, seemingly. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, oh, yeah, the the one thing that we haven't touched on yet was probably the biggest moment of the day. Uh, we had a... Mm-hmm. Proposal in the end zone after yes, the game did. goes final. Not um, in the end zone, at the 50-yard line. Was that the 50? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, only thing that was missing from the Turk proposal to Grace Lyons was Toby calling it in the background. <laughs> That's right. Uh, after the game, uh, Sooner Punter, who was a very busy man on Saturday night, Michael Turk proposed to his girlfriend, now fiance, oh, you softball star, Grace Lyons. And she said Yes. Congratulations to those kids. We got a proposal go our way. We had to sit with the Ian Johnson proposal for many years mm-hmm. from the Boise State running back, and now a little post-game proposal for the Sooners. I like it. Congrats to those crazy kids. What was the uh, the rumor that was floating around post-game is that he had, like, he had meant to do it pre-game possibly and left the ring in the locker room on accident or something like that? I don't deal with rumors, Drake. Yeah. Um, that's your world, uh, your crazy millennial world of multiple oh, Thanksgivings stop, and stop. 
dealing with rumors. I don't know anything about you, these uh, rumors. Stop. You were talking about that Saturday during postgame. I never said anything about him supposed to be doing uh, a pregame. With all the def- big-time defensive recruits there, the defense definitely showed up. Do you think it's going to be a big week in terms of flips and commitments? Uh we're not in that business. Parker Thune can tell you that. Yeah. I think they got I, I they saw got a commitment one yesterday. commitment. Yeah. 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 The defensive guy that was here this weekend said, yeah. I'm in. Yep. Uh, so big, I don't know uh, about the other flips and commitments maybe. I don't know. Big D lineman out of Cali, I believe. All right. And last one before we get to the phone lines here. This is from Eric in Illinois. We've had some terrible hey, – this is your favorite uh, – Thing right here, hearing, okay. uh, hearing about wait. the TV commentators uh, for OU <laughs> games. Uh, we've had some terrible TV commentators in recent weeks, but Dusty Dvorak is a stud. Yeah, we got we got a good crew. I didn't. I mean, obviously, didn't see the TV broadcast, but Dave Pash is uh, really good. Dusty does a great job. So that was a good crew for that game on Saturday night. They even were kind enough to. Uh, take a little time before the game and and uh, talk to our play-by-play students, which I thought was very generous of both of them. And I don't know who's uh, – I, I guess we're ABC again this week, so I'm not sure – I haven't seen yet who's calling this Saturday night's game. But Dusty does a great job, really good. I'm sure there were some OSU fans that were not happy to see him on the call, but um, I bet he did a – I'm aware, Drake! I'm aware! I would uh, rather uh, – what was I talking about? Anyway, Dusty does a good job. You are so grumpy this morning. I would Goodness rather gracious. not, okay? Let's let's go. Darla, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. I'm very I, happy we won. That's great. So am I. I was, I was just wondering, are you going to be able to have Thanksgiving before you go with your family? No. Oh, yeah, I bet you're disappointed about that. Yeah. But I'm happy for Drake, who gets multiple ones. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, hey, he's having a great time. He's he's evidently single, and not, he doesn't have to worry about anything. Single and ready to mingle. That's Drake. Yep. Hey, thanks, Darla. Appreciate the you're call. Welcome. Happy Thanksgiving. Have a good day. Let's see. Anything else, Drake, you'd like for me to get to immediately? I wasn't trying to make you get to it immediately. Stop. Goodness gracious. You are so. You've taken a post-Bedlam Monday victory show and just completely shrouded it. You've done this to yourself. You have done this to yourself. Do not blame me for any of this. It's possible you're right about that. uh, Hold on. You also said something that you're not going to be able to have Thanksgiving with your family just Hmm. then. That's right. I got to leave Thursday morning and go to the Orlando. Thursday morning. Yeah, we play. Th- we play Thanksgiving Day. Uh-huh. Thanksgiving doing- is Thursday. Uh huh. You're not doing anything Wednesday. No, that doesn't count. No, it's not Thanksgiving. Okay. I. I this is what you can't. Thanksgiving is Thursday, Drake. Uh huh. I understand. Thursday. It says uh, you have a calendar behind you on the wall. I do. What does Chris it say Plank on Thursday? Gets, uh, Chris Plank gets upset whenever it gets taken off the wall due to the schedule. Uh, it says that Thanksgiving Day is Thursday. But guess Thank what, you. T-Row? You can celebrate Thanksgiving any day you want. <laughs> Thanksgiving is Thursday, Drake. Yeah. It's Thursday. Yeah. 
Now I'm sure we'll have a. I'm sure we'll have a. Uh, I'm sure Wednesday night we'll have a fun. You're, you're going to be with your family unit on Wednesday. Uh-huh. Right. You're telling me you're not going to do anything. We we will not be having the traditional Thanksgiving fair. No, we might go like out to a restaurant or something. I I don't know what Granny B has planned, but Thanksgiving is Thanksgiving. You do Thanksgiving on Thursday, as far as I know. Anyway, I'll let you know if that's not the case. But uh, I'm hoping for some seafood, honestly, and maybe maybe post game with the basketball team. Maybe they'll have a Thanksgiving spread for us. I'm hoping for that too. What's I the What's the tip time on that? The Thursday game? Four o'clock central. I wouldn't think we'd have a feast pregame. No. So maybe a postgame Thanksgiving feast at the team hotel. That would be nice. If you win. If you lose, uh, you know, bologna sandwiches is probably what uh, we'll all have. You could possibly have, like, a early lunch. I don't know. But they're not going to do that, like. They're not going to load them up before a game. Is what I'm saying. You know. You know, like you don't want to yeah, eat a whole bunch I mean, of heavy food yeah, before no, 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 a game. No, 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 not a basketball game for sure. But they do have to play in Friday, so I don't think they want to load them up after the game either. So, I don't know. We'll see. I'll let you know how it goes. I am excited about the trip. I'm excited about the trip. We've been to Orlando for this event once before. I'm not sure it had this name, but um, also you are the one that made the call on this trip too. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about it. I just don't get the several like Thanksgivings like you get. That's mm-hmm. all. Yeah. Um, this was your choice. And I have to and I have to work on Wednesday, which I'm not thrilled about. But hey, at least TJ gets some time off, so that's good. <sighs> How much more show do we have today, Drake? Uh, we're more than halfway through. Oh, thank God. All right. Yeah. We'll take a break. Um, when we come back, let's see how we did on Friday's show. We'll revisit Friday's show, Ref Royal Rumble update, three predictions, TJ's gut, all that kind of stuff. England almost scored off the woodwork, Drake. Still nil-nil in Qatar. Back after this. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, Drake, we're trying to... uh... Revisit how we did on Friday's show. Big OAC Fiber Football Friday. We were out at uh, the turkey giveaway on Friday. Let's start with TJ's gut. TJ predicted 34-31 OU. Final score was 28-13. What do you think? Uh, I mean, too much credit to the OSU offense on Saturday and not enough credit to the OU defense. But... You got the right team. Yeah. Yeah. Uncle predicted ninety to nineteen. Um, he was closer to OSU's output than TJ was. That's right. A little, a little too much credit for that. I OU's offense was on pace for about yeah, ninety points. Yeah, they were. England, by the way, has uh, put the biscuit in the basket, as they say. Put it in the back of the old onion bag, Drake. There you go. One nil England on top. First half uh, winding down over there in Qatar. Uh, three predictions, Drake. Another perfect week. Five and zero. Oh. I predicted. Uh, let's start with the easy one. I predicted it would be freezing on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. That was accurate. Yeah. Scientifically, it was freezing. Temperature wise. I, I predicted OU would score first in this game. Bam. 
I predicted somebody other than Dylan Gabriel would throw a touchdown pass. Um, let's see, third quarter, Spencer Sanders to Quentin Stewart touchdown. Well, that was right. I predicted Aguebu again. Uh, David Aguebu in this game had a tackle. And then he did it again, and then he did it again, and he did it ten times in this game. Leading tackler in this game, David Aguebu, again and again and again. He was on top of the uh, Cowboy ball carriers. So that one's right. And then I predicted Mike Gundy would punt on fourth down in OU territory. He did. Third quarter. Cowboys down 28-3. to uh, Drove the ball to the Sooner 36-yard line. Took a penalty. They were going to go for it on fourth down. Took a penalty, and he ended up punting. Uh, pinned the Sooners down at the 13. Ended up being a 28-yard gain on that thing. So there you go, Drake. What do you think? Another 5-0 and week on three predictions. Man, oh, man. The last two weeks, you've just been red absolutely hot. red hot when it comes uh, to re- three predictions. That's right. Ref Royal Rumble. <sighs> All right. Now, this is uh, some good news and some bad news here. Um, we had two of our contestants that had perfect weeks, four point weeks. They got their lock and their upset. One of them's name is Drake Dykin. How about that, Drake? Congratulations. We are out of the basement, baby. (laughs) Drake locked USC minus one and a half. He was rooting hard for Lincoln Riley on Saturday night. And his upset special was Houston who I still think that's shady. I don't know what happened. That You guys slipped that one past me. Uh, Houston won like 48-3. to three. Yeah. But there will be some sort of an investigation into this UCF game. Or who'd they play? ECU? ECU, yes, that's right. Travis, and uh, here's the problem. Travis also had a four-point week. Mm-hmm. Travis locked Louisville minus three and a half, and Houston was his upset special which has created some issues. Chris Plank hit his upset. He had a three-point week. Several of us got our lock and had one point. Tyler, Toby, TJ, Parker, and Teddy all had one-point weeks. Josh and the Steel Man were shut out. Remember, the Steel Man took OSU across the board. The cover and the upset. His love of Oklahoma State is going to do him in. He was right there knocking on the door in this contest, and he just keeps picking OSU every week, and he's going the wrong direction because of it. So, with two weeks to go, eight possible points remaining, here are your updated Pizza Hut Ref Royal Rumble standings. Travis Davidson in the lead with 25 points. Now four clear of second place T.J. Perry with 21. I'm alone in third now with 19. Steelman in fourth with 18. Parker in fifth with 16. Teddy, Josh, and Plank all tied for sixth place with 15. Drake has moved into ninth place with 12, and Machine Gun McComas now all alone in the basement with nine uh, in danger of being relegated to the franchise league next year. Uh, Of note, news and notes from around the league, an official appeal has been filed by the chairman wanting proof that Travis is a real human being. He does not believe Travis Davidson works at the station or actually exists. Uh, So we are in the process of trying to gather the information to prove 
that Travis uh, does indeed belong in this competition. Chairman's having a little bit of a hard time now that he has relinquished first place. With two weeks to go, only four contestants still alive for the trophy. Uh, It's Travis, TJ, myself, and Steely. The others, all mathematically eliminated. Parker, out. Teddy, Josh, and Plank, out. Drake and Tyler, out. It is a four-horse race, Drake, for the title. You know, it just feels good to be out of the basement. I was eliminated last week, so not really concerned about that. You know, we, you kind of already have that loss notched up, but man, oh man, being out of the basement feels good. Feels so good. Congratulations. Getting in double digits too, T-Row. Yeah, it's a big week for you. Let's go to the phone. Sean is on hold. Good morning, Sean. Well, good morning, Toby. Nice to speak with you. Good to speak with you, my friend. Yeah, I feel bad for Steely. That was a tough one. Your team gets beat, and you bet with your heart, so you lose the points. Uh, that is, that is tough. Uh, that's a yeah. tough one. But you got to know going into that game, uh, OU's got about a fourteen point advantage going into that game. Just watching the Oklahoma State coach, who is as disengaged and unprepared to win that game as anyone I've ever seen consistently. Uh, never leave. Please never leave. Um, what a fantastic defensive performance. I, I could not give enough accolades to those guys who were put in a tough position series after series yep. after series and responded all night long. Woody Washington, you can't cover better. That was yep. as bad a P.I. call. And how does a team throw 68 passes and not have one holding call Hmm. that's a statistical improbability but i real honestly cannot say enough about the effort on on both sides really i know they weren't trying to go three and out every series so great win by ou congratulations to uh grace and michael that's awesome yeah and uh and you mentioned it a little bit earlier about the clock management deal. And, and there's that, but there's also – we have spent the entire year in second and ten. It seemed right. like all night we were in second and ten. I, that was an odd, odd game to watch. It just seemed like we were going to try to force something instead of run what was there. I don't know. Anyway, sorry, what? I'm not sure we went to a third down in the first quarter. I mean, it was a long time until yeah, we had so. our first third down because it was chunk play after chunk play after chunk play. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the night, you're right, it was constantly getting nothing on first down and uh, and you're facing third and long eventually. So very bizarre night offensively. It, it, it certainly it was. It was just, I mean, you had a couple of drops. I think Farouk had a couple and then... You had a great play by Mims that another questionable call, I think, that got called back. Yep. But did we did we just have the one first down in the second half via penalty? Is that right? I think it was one first down and one completed pass. What? Wow. I think that I think that's right. If I I know it's, I know they were one for eleven passing in the second half. I can't remember the first down. I, that sounds right. Well, it, anyway, I just you got to give credit where credit is due, and the guys stepped up big time i thought uh again 
They tackled well. They were, I mean, and it wasn't even a bend don't break. They brought it all night. I mean, you're going to hit some plays if you run 108 of them. Mm-hmm. But I thought our defense was just outstanding. Those guys were fantastic. And uh, it's on to West Texas. But I did want to wish you and Drake a uh, happy Thanksgiving week. Thank you, Sean. Same to you, bud. And, and have a safe travels, my man. Appreciate it. Thank Bye-bye. you. Appreciate it. 747, let's squeeze in a timeout. We'll get to more of your text messages when we come back. On this Thanksgiving week, Monday morning here on The Ref, it's the home of Sooner fan. Stream at home. Shop the latest ref gear. Read the latest issues of Boyd Street or 19th Street Magazine. And listen to the podcast for your favorite ref shows. Just visit the all-new KREF.com website. Final segment of Hour 2 of the T-Row of the Morning Show on this Thanksgiving week, Monday. Everybody. This hour of the T-Row of the Morning Show brought to you by Sex and Realty Group. They can save you thousands in listing commissions with their one-time $8.99 listing fee. Go to sexandrealtygroup.com or give them a call at 405-361-3380 to find out England how is it. throttling Iran. England 3-0. Prevails. Thirty-three eighty. Uh, four zero five three six one thirty-three eighty or SaxonRealtyGroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions. Sex Line T. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sonny Dykes was asked about the clock management. He said the practice. Uh, they practiced that, so he wasn't concerned in terms of shuffling the special teams unit onto the field to kick the field goal at the end of the game. I'm sure that's I'm sure that's true and it worked out, so it's a little hard to Yeah. There's uh, lots of there's lots of things that you practice for though for unideal situations like that, but still not nec- I mean, it worked out for them obviously Saturday, but yeah. it's not necessarily ideal to have your kicking unit coming on like that. You would and, think not. Yeah. You wouldn't. You would think not. Um, let's see. Up next on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, this is from JT and Edmund. I think Saturday showed us what we have talked about all year. This was a very inexperienced team all the way around, for better or for worse. We have watched them work through their growing pains. The best news is we are now bowl eligible, and hopefully that momentum will push us through the offseason and into an Huge. even better 2023. Yeah. Those extra practices everybody was right. talking about the last couple weeks. Well, we, we got them now. Let we get them. That's right. That's right. Next up, that game summed up the whole season after Nebraska was uh, booking hotel rooms for the playoffs. After <laughs> Texas, I would rather have had a root canal. Same for Bedlam. Uh, quarter one versus the rest of the game. Offense is better. Uh, defense is better third down conversions make it stop bizarro world mark there on the text line yeah what's going on on third down all of a sudden yeah last two weeks yeah what I think they, they were some they ended like, up go ahead no go ahead drake drake mm-hmm. go I'm, ahead i'm waiting for you no go ahead i was about to ask you what they end up at I think Saturday. they were like one for 13, one for mm-hmm. 14, something mm-hmm. like that on third down. Um, they were – Golly, you are so grumpy this morning. H- have you had any more Thanksgivings this morning during the show, Drake? Uh, Yeah, I was thankful for my coffee this morning, so uh-huh. I guess that counts as me having Thanksgiving already. Um, And my um, McGriddle I had. So, so distracted me again. I can't remember what the point was I was going to make. 
Oh, Third against down. Baylor, they were like ten for fifteen or fifteen for twenty. I mean, they were they were great. It was a really high percentage, maybe ten for fifteen. And then the last two weeks, just the bottom of us. They cannot get a third down pickup to save their lives. Spencer Sanders and his little tinter, temper tantrum shows the leadership qualities of Coach Mike Gundy. Yikes. Mm. I didn't know there was a temper tantrum. That must have been, must have been on television. Yeah. Uh, Friendsgiving is a primer for Thanksgiving. Allows you to expand your stomach. It's an exhibition game to me. It's like playing Southern Nazarene this time of year. You're working out any issues in the gut. That's right. I like that. It's an exhibition game. Yeah. That's pretty good. Exhibition givings. That's that's pretty good. Uh, Whoa, 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 Toby. I'm on your side on this Friendsgiving thing, but I'm also a millennial. Do better, mm-hmm. LOL. Hmm. Well, you need to talk to your other millennials out there who are ruining Thanksgiving. Yeah. Get them to knock it off. Ruining Thanksgiving by uh, showing how thankful we are for our friendship. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see here on the text line. Happy Thanksgiving week, fellas. Toby, I agree with you 100% on Thanksgiving. Well, thank you. Another wrong person there. Thank you. On the text line. Five bucks says Levy's was was stuck in traffic for the first quarter. Got in the booth at the beginning of the second quarter. Ouch. That's mean. That's That's very very mean. mean. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, How about Spencer Rattler Saturday? He was slinging it, wasn't it? He was slinging it. I saw this morning he was named National Player, Offensive Player of the Week. He was counting his touchdowns against Tennessee over there. Uh, South Carolina just rocked Tennessee. So much for the Vols being in the playoff this year. Josh Heupel's magical season gets uh, stop signed by Shane Beamer. And they lost their quarterback. Hendon Hooker out for the year. Mm. ACL. That's that's the thing that you... Terrible. Yeah. It, he had had such a spectacular season. And gosh. 63-38. The final score in that game, Spencer Rattler, six touchdowns. Let me see if I can pull up his final numbers here. 30 for 37, 438 yards passing, six touchdowns, no picks. That's a day. Wow. Eight o'clock, we'll be back. Hey, Sooner fans, we've got you covered. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. No, we don't get a break. (laughs) This is the home of Sooner fans. The Red Sports Radio Network.